We keep hearing the term, or I keep hearing the term, Bear Clan Patrol. And uh, it's the first time I've heard of it. And I think actually for a lot of us, it's the first time we've heard about it. Uh, But it is playing a big part in the hunt for the two teens on the uh, run now since mid-July. And it was this particular patrol that possibly uh, spotted the teens near a garbage site in York, Manitoba, which is uh, 200 kilometers from uh, Gillam and uh, an area so remote that it doesn't even really have its own police force. So this is a volunteer unit, which was started as a grass efforts, um, grassroots efforts, which does a lot of its own policing. And its mission is to keep the peace and keep the locals safe. And here they are now taking part in a nationwide manhunt. Let's bring in James Favell. He's the executive director for as well as the founder of Bear Clan Patrol. James, good to have you. I guess you didn't really ever expect that uh, this volunteer unit would ever get so much attention. No, I did not. But it's good attention because now all of a sudden we're recognizing how other jurisdictions uh, sometimes have to jump into action. What was it that made you start this particular patrol? Because I think it started, what, 25 years ago? Well, Bear Clan originally formed in 1992 in response to violence against women and a lack of appropriate response from the state. Um, it went from 92 to 95. Um, there was a series of departures. And it kind of fizzled out in uh, 1995 and went into hibernation for most of the next 20 years. Um, sadly, in uh, 2014, after the death of a, a teenage girl in our community in Winnipeg here, um, we had to bring it back because we were just sick and tired of, you know, we were over-policed but underserved. And we had a young girl, 15-year-old child, that was being exploited and she had multiple contacts with police. She was listed as a missing person, and nobody did anything about it, and she ended up dead. And so we decided in uh, September of 2014 that it was time to uh, take back the responsibility of caring for ourselves and our own community. And, I mean, the, the police can't be there to do everything, and, and so uh, we decided we were going to, you know, be proactive instead of reactive. Right. And so together as a community, you've pulled together for this particular patrol, and the areas you watch what what is the difficulty and the challenge for let's say a, a regular police force? What is the area that you patrol? Well, we are we covered the, the inner city of Winnipeg at this point. Winnipeg is unique in that it has the largest urban indigenous population in North America and the fifth largest in uh, in the world. You know, we have ninety five thousand members and growing rapidly, and we are concentrated largely in the inner city. Poverty, homelessness, addiction. Uh, exploitation, all of these things are there. And so we try to act as a resource for our community members to help, you know, steer the young children away from that path, uh, to help the, the people we come across that are suffering with addictions, um, try to advocate for people, you know, struggling with homelessness and uh, poverty and, and, you know, it's about education and empowerment. Certainly. And in other jurisdictions, I'm not sure that this would work. I think police would look at it and say, well, this is, uh, you know, entrenching on our territory. But, see, you know, you seem to have a working relationship that works um, in the area. And so, well, we, go ahead. We do. And we actually have 51 communities nationwide now that we uh, patrol. And we actually have a, a patrol that's trying to start up in your, your area right now. And where would that be? Um, we've got a woman who's in Toronto in one of the one of the districts there that she's trying to start up a patrol. Okay, that's interesting. And so here you find yourselves kind of in the national spotlight helping the police in this particular area because a lot of First Nations people live here, but the area is very rugged. Uh, what are some of the challenges and what are you hearing from locals there? 
Well, the locals are on pins and needles. Uh, everybody's kind of you know, the high anxiety right now, for sure. Uh, nobody's living their normal lives right now. Everybody's kind of locked in their homes because they're worried about the presence of these two uh, young men. And, uh, and again, we didn't go up there to support the search. We didn't go up there to support the RCMP. We went up there to support the community. Um, that's our focus. And our goal was to, uh, to uh, secure the perimeter of the, uh, of the reservation so that uh, we didn't want to see those guys, if they showed up there, getting into the community. And we, and we met our mandate because when we came across them, we scared them off. You sure did. And certainly that uh, was a huge break, I think, for the RCMP. So where, where does your job then go now as far as watching the communities? Are, are you still showing a heavy presence there? Um, well, <laughs> heavy. We had seven members up. Okay. Well, <laughs> so it well, wasn't quite heavy, but we, you know, we were there. Well, you um, did spot them, so you're doing more than the RCMP. So that's. Well, I mean, we, we got lucky. That's yeah. for sure. And not to take away anything from you know the RCMP and the police and their their efforts, but we just happened to be in the right place at the right time. And it seems to be um, the way this organization is always operated. We just happen to be in the right place at the right time. Right. And so what are you guys doing then to ensure, I mean, I don't know where these guys are and I don't know if they'll come back, but certainly you are there to uh, lend kind of a calming hand and make sure that things are secure. Um, mm-hmm. where, where does this go from here? Do you just stay in place? Well, for the time being, we're staying put. Um, we haven't been given any further instructions. Uh, you know, those those men are still on the loose in that area. So we're going to stay put until uh, until we hear otherwise. Um, there are several other communities, War Lake First Nation, Fox Lake First Nation. They are also without uh, RCMP yeah. or band constables. So we, we may move into their communities depending on uh, how much longer this drags out. Um, you know, it's really upsetting that uh, we had them, you know, but yeah. we are non-confrontational, non-violent. So we don't go hands on um, the fact that there was potentially weapons involved. We weren't going to chase them around or anything like that, you know, but it could have all ended at 4.15 yesterday afternoon, but unfortunately we're uh, we're still dealing with it. Yeah, and just, I've only got about 40 seconds left, uh, James. Can you kind of give us a, a perspective in downtown Toronto, in, in Ontario, of what this particular terrain is like? I mean, we've heard it's dense and it's tough. It's brutal. It's uh, boreal forest. We're talking about bog, muskeg, swamp. Um, there's big bugs out there that'll, that'll eat them alive. There are wolves. There are bears. Um, and it's really very un- inhospitable territory. I'm a winter road trucker myself, and I've been up in that region uh, plenty, but only in the winter. Um, and it, it's scary even in the wintertime. I mean, if you break down out there, you're, you're on your own. Wow. And those two gentlemen are on their own right now. Yeah, well, we'll see uh, who gets them first, the cops or uh, Mother Nature. But certainly um, a fascinating story, and uh, I know you've got uh, a GoFundMe uh, site put up, so we'll put that information up because I know that uh, you've raised a bit of money for that. Uh, But, James, thanks very much for uh, joining us. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. That is uh, James Favell. He's ex- he's the founder of this Bear Clan Patrol, and they've got this GoFundMe campaign that they've been running for a while, but because people are now just learning about them, people are contributing. So they had uh, $34,000. Their goal is 100 k So if you want to uh, go and help them, go fund me. Support Bear Clan Patrol. They raised over $2,600 in just the last day. I love this. I think this is a great initiative. Um, clearly, they know what they're doing. And they've brought a lot of, I think, peace and calm to the area. So I thought that was a bit of a neat sidebar story uh, to bring you.